Ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Fun Boat Diplomacy. I have Carolisa Scott here. She Hello. was a guest at some point a couple weeks ago here at this hostel in Lisbon and then she went to Lagos and then came back. So now yeah. I'm happy to have her on for an episode. What's up? Well, I came back, couldn't stay away. <laughs> and I just like Wayman too much. And how many days are you here until? Uh, I'm here another two days. Uh-huh. And then when, what are you, where are then you going next? I'm going to Croatia because I'm oh, broke. I want to go to Croatia. <laughs> Fuck. Everyone wants to go to Croatia. Where and uh, what, is, what, what is the route that you're taking? Because I've been looking at ways to go there, mm-hmm. but um, I can't find, like, a super cheap way. Like, so how are you getting there? Yeah, I, I just got a plane. Yeah, but, so... From Lisbon to... Yeah, Lisbon to Zadar. Zadar is usually the cheapest place to fly to. And there are direct flights, or...? hmm No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is, what is it that you have to do? I'm pretty sure my stopover is in Germany. Uh, of course. Yeah. Always in Germany. Yeah. And so, um, then... Uh, the other place you fly to is Dubrovnik. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not Zagreb. Um, well, I think uh, Dubrovnik might even be cheaper this year than Zadar. Because I've uh, got a lot of friends who are flying there. But Dubrovnik's like ages away from where I need to be, so... And how long will you be in Croatia? Um, for the summer. The rest of the summer? The rest of the summer. Because the summer's already started, as we can feel. Yeah, it's... For those of you who aren't here with us in Portugal, it's really hot, and it's so hot. Really hot is such an understatement. These these couple days, like, uh, you can't step out. You really can't step out without feeling the heat. It's like an oven, and, like, my, the other day, my, I had to stop wearing my black flip-flops because they was absorbing too much heat and literally melting. Are you serious? Like, the bottom of my feet are black, like, maybe not so much anymore. But um, they were black because the it was just melting my flip flops and just oh, absorbing gross. onto the bottom bottom of my foot. It's so hot here. Walking here, my feet were so sweaty and my thongs. We call them thongs, not flip flops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Americans who are like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was walking down and the streets are so slippery and mm. steep, and I was just slipping everywhere. Yeah, I'm so pretty I good at. I have pretty good like out. balance now, so that when it's like, sometimes <laughs> you have those turns on the sidewalk that like they go like this and just go straight down. They I, go like I, this. I slip a lot. <laughs> they go like. Yeah. Everyone can see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's just when you're like along the hill, and then suddenly you turn to go down the hill, and then it's very slippery. Um, it is. And especially when you like the bottom of your soles are worn down. And it's, uh, yeah, I, but I'm pretty good at just catching myself. I, <laughs> yeah, sometimes at night, I'm like walking by myself. Maybe there's like someone walking on the other side of the street. And I slip. I'm like, oh, who saw that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you trip over, you lose all dignity. It's yeah. like, it's like, instantly. it's like, have you ever, you like, thought you were looking pretty cool and who you trip over and then Have you ever like, oh fallen asleep God. on the bus? 
and then you like you like jump yeah. awake and you like you're like oh my god everybody on the bus is watching me but nobody cares nobody noticed oh sometimes they do <laughs> i got it it was a night train that was so funny to see <laughs> i caught a night train in japan with my cousin this is last year and we we get on the train <laughs> We were so tired. I mean, we'd caught a night train the, the night before. That was our accommodation. Uh-huh. Spend a day walking around some city and then got back on a night train. Uh-huh. So we were exhausted. Me more than her, apparently. Because as soon as I get on, I, like, fall asleep with my head back. It was awesome. But did someone catch And you? then yeah. I wake up to Kelsey, like, shaking me violently. <laughs> She's, like, really shaking me. And she says, like, Kara, you're snoring really loudly. <laughs> and, and so, like, I thought I'd been asleep for quite a long time. Um, and I wake up and the train hadn't even gone yet. <laughs> the train had not even left. Oh, jeez. And everyone's, like, looking at me. <laughs> so rough, embarrassing. Rough days when yep. you're travelling. Rough travel days. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> So tell us about your your, your project. Uh, basically, I'm trying to go to every country in the world and be the first Australian or youngest woman to do it. Have you like looked up on Google if someone else has done it? or? Yeah, officially there isn't um, anyone, but I mean, there probably is someone. There's yeah, you see on, you see on like nomad websites or like groups on Facebook, whatever. It's like, this person yeah. rode a bike to every country in the world. Yeah. Yeah, so... But you got to make it official. Yeah. I don't know. No, but it's like... Did they really bike into North Korea? I don't know. Hmm, I don't that's know. true. I have no idea. <laughs> I wasn't there. You will never know. I wasn't there. I don't and know. And some people count airports. I don't count airports. Oh, you mean like just like staying at the airport? Just like stepping foot in. So yeah. like if you had a layover, for example, yeah. in Germany on the way to Croatia. Yeah. So, wait, so you've never been to Germany, or you have? I've never been to Germany. Come on, you got to go to Germany. I'll hopefully make it there for Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest's okay. It's very, it's it's a lot of fun, but just once is. Once is enough. Once is enough. <laughs> like what they don't tell you, I don't know if you know this, but at Oktoberfest, they so you know there's like really good Bavarian food, really awesome beer, of course. The beers, by the way, they're it's a liter, and it's ten euros for a liter of. Oh my um, God. It's very, it's extra strong, especially brewed by each brewery for really? Oktoberfest. So like Paulana, Augustino, they'll have their normal beer, but it's it's extra strong just for Oktoberfest. Ten euros. They don't ask for a lot. It's just for everyone to have fun, get drunk. But uh, like what they don't really tell you is that there are also rides. I don't know if you knew this. Rides? Rides. It's like amusement park rides. Yeah, okay. Um, like I don't know why they don't, stuff. I don't know why they don't advertise it but there's there's just a fuck ton of rides and so it basically becomes like Disneyland for adults just you get drunk really? and get on rides sounds fun there's plenty but of food to go around you so much right yeah i did <laughs> not on the ride i was sense i had enough sense to uh wait until i was uh, off sense. of the ride yeah. <laughs> enough control yeah but it was like we would it's wake up at we would wake up at like 10 in the morning and just go and start drinking it was difficult it was very difficult a challenge yeah it was two Drinking days challenge. defeated i was defeated both days 
You would. Oktoberfest one twice on me. <laughs> I was there for, and I didn't see any of the city really, just just the um, the fairgrounds I guess because during the year that whole like spot where it happens is just this empty lot, and that's all I saw when I was in Munich. I went back a few months after that, but um, yeah, when I was there for those the first two days I was in Munich ever, I only saw Oktoberfest. And there's also this gigantic statue of uh, Bavaria, which is like the um, the 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 state of Bavaria, per like as a person, like Statue <laughs> of Liberty or whatever. Like so, like there's a huge statue of her and like lions, and it's really really yeah um, cool. But I didn't see it. <laughs> I was just just Aww. for me. It was just beer and trying to recover the whole day for the next day. And then we also, um, one of my friends hadn't had anything the day before, so he went extra crazy the next day. <laughs> and uh, and so we're, we're waiting at the, the train station. We're supposed to meet at the train station all together to go to Vienna. And we get a phone call. It's like, what happened? <laughs> and uh, they're like, yeah, Connor, he, um, he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, we Poor missed, Connor. we missed, uh, yeah, R.I.P. No, he's still alive, but, <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, so, we missed our train to Vienna, but the Deutsche Bahn people were super nice, and they switched our tickets for a later train, so we eventually made it to Vienna the same night, but, uh, yeah, be careful, it's fun, but, <laughs> it might be too much fun. Yeah. Be careful, it's fun, but be careful. Yeah. Good advice. Sh- should be careful at Oktoberfest. Yeah. Don't get hospitalized. No, but they're they understand. They know that people can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people can't handle it. Yeah, well, yeah, there'd be a lot of uh, casualties. Yeah, I'm sure, you'll be fine. It'll be a fun time. I'm and sure. Then our, it will. Yeah, and then you should go elsewhere in Germany as well, because it's not just beer and pretzels. <laughs> what do yeah. you mean? It's not just beer and pretzels. Beer and pretzels is just like just that part of Germany just Bavaria and it's one of 16 states (laughs) but like most of the states are kind of boring for the most part like West Germany I think is pretty boring in my opinion and East Germany is kind of sketchy for me as a (laughs) non-white person so it's like select areas are cool for me which is the coolest area? Like, I judge a country on its, um, or a city on its people. Mm-hmm. So which area in Germany do you think it's, is it's the best? Berlin. It's Berlin. Easy? No one, yeah. What you about the worst? Uh, well, Hamburg is cool, too. Hamburg um, also has the same kind of vibe as Berlin, but it doesn't boast as much like, like oh, Berlin, it has this whole reputation that comes with it. The On the 80s, there's this crazy... Uh, urban jungle anything goes and the 90s was the post fall of the wall so that was crazy for people to move there and be creative and shit as well just as it was in the 80s just like when the wall came down all the eastern buildings became available for like creative people and then 2000 still like startups and stuff would go there but then Hamburg has similar things but um, it doesn't have to doesn't have to insist that uh, we're Berlin or we're Hamburg and we have to live up to some reputation. 
It's cool. And the worst, you said? Yeah. I would say the the Rhineland, which is on the west, um, like on the border between the other countries on the yeah. western border, because it's mostly industrial, and there's nothing to, like, oh, yeah. there's nothing to do. Like, there was a girl I met in Amsterdam, and she, I was, and she said, oh, I'm studying in Germany, da, 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 and I said, but where? <laughs> and then she goes, in Essen, which is in the Rhineland. I was like, oh man, that's that sucks. That's tough. And she was, <laughs> she was just like, yeah. <laughs> she agreed. <Aww>. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, and then uh, and there's parts of the, of the of East, of the former East Germany that are just not so friendly because they're not Economic, they're not doing economically so well, mm. and so that's where in the last year they had the crazy uh, Pegida movement, or they're like, what is it's, that? it's because they're just like, they just say, oh man, we don't have jobs, we're doing poorly economically. Who who do we blame? Uh, yeah, Muslims. That's what we blame. <laughs> we blame we blame Muslims and immigrants for uh, we're gonna blame them for our problems. Plus. And it's really funny. <clears throat> they would go up and interview them. They would ask them, "Hey, dude, what are you here for? <clears throat> what is this demonstration all about?" And they didn't really have any straight answers. They couldn't really tell you. They're just like, "We're, we're upset about our conditions. That's that's enough, right?" It's like, no. No, so, it's not alright. <laughs> it's not enough. Yeah. Oh well. So. What about in general countries you visited? How does, like, um, Lisbon compare people-wise to other places you've been? Lisbon, or <clears throat> I would say Portuguese people in general, it's very... They're, they're unique. They're different. They are unique, they're aren't different. they? They're different. First of all, I'm going to have to say, they're, and they'll like that I say this, they're not Spanish. They're, they're not Spanish. Like, no. they're not Spanish. They're, Spain's cool. That's fine, but there's something. There's like a there's like an edge to the Portuguese that the Spanish don't have. Yeah. It's like. There's like a deeper flavor. <laughs> it's, it, um, and you see it with especially in here in Lisbon the. Um, uh, it's it's all it's good and it's, it's positive and it's a negative, and that would be this. Uh, they're not a hundred. They're never a hundred percent satisfied with things. Yeah. Okay. So it's like um, things are great here, but we have to remember that there's like a crisis going on, and they're part of the EU, so they have an obligation for the EU and this and that. So you have the difference between old, like much older people here who have sort of figured out that oh, this, this is a great place to live. And then the younger people who are chasing the EU dream. Uh, if you like, go outside in north part of Lisbon, in the north part of Lisbon, where they they're all like rushing to work. They have their nice jackets yeah. on. They have nice watches, driving fancy cars with a new mobile phone. Uh, that didn't really exist before. Why? Why do they? Why do they want that now? I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be telling the Portuguese what they want. Of course. Or what they should want, but at the same time, that's what I'm saying. Getting back to that point of, they're not always satisfied. It's like they have great things, but they're not satisfied with it. And then they also have like legitimate things, like in their past that they're not satisfied with, like the the war in Angola. They're like, yeah, 
they're like, damn, that was really bad. It was like our Vietnam. It was. They never say it's like our Vietnam because they don't know what it's like, like, for an American, to talk mm. about Vietnam. But it's the same general sense. We were in the jungle doing something that we had no we had no idea why we were there. And then you have this generation. Also, there was also during the seventies, this generation of Portuguese men who were like, what, the, what the hell were we doing there? <laughs> what it was? Yeah, it's terrible. It was just don't just don't send motherfuckers to the jungle to fight. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Don't do it. With that, yeah. But so you've you've been to Vietnam, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I remember. And then tell me about it. Tell me about Vietnam, because I don't. Okay. I have a fr- I have one friend who's from Vietnam, and he, I don't know so much about it actually. And I know most people I've met who have gone to Vietnam are Australian actually. Really. So there's that. Yeah. But what's up with Vietnam? Well, I went on a school trip. It was like, God, how many years? Uh, four years ago, I was there. And it was crazy madness. Like, Ho Chi Minh City is just madness. It's chaos. The city is full of cars, huge tall buildings. It's another world. You can't cross the street. I was terrified to cross the street Mm -hmm. because I thought I was going to get hit by a car or a bike. Mm -hmm. Absolutely crazy. And, um, like, because I'd come from Cambodia, which is sort of a bit more... It's still crazy, but it's a bit more relaxed, I think. Ho Chi Minh is just ridiculous. And then, I mean, other parts of... Is that Vietnam a factor of being such a big city, or just yeah, all of Vietnam so. is like this? Or? Not all of Vietnam is like yeah. this, but a lot of it. <laughs> Ho Chi Minh's a special place. And then, um, yeah, because I did some project work. We went to orphanages and stuff and mm-hmm. got to see that side of it, which was really eye-opening, I guess, because mm-hmm. they've got the um, Agent Orange mm-hmm. stuff still the remnants wreaking havoc so there's are there still other than Agent Orange which we can talk about but uh, where there's other remnants of that time period is there is that part of the memory still there or yeah I don't I don't really know Um, but definitely the Agent Orange I mean you walk down the street and you see these people Mm -hmm. deformed people everywhere just Yep. Begging and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was what I remember. Yeah, and for those most. of us, those of you who at home who don't know what Asian Orange was, do you want to explain? Or oh, I don't know like, if I'm the best person to like, explain, but... Yeah, essentially, because of the kind of combat that was going on in Vietnam, there's like a lot of foliage, a lot of leaves, and uh, the smart chemists back in the good US of A thought... Wait, no, actually, uh, was it Americans? I feel like some German scientist invented <laughs> what, what came up, what eventually became Agent Orange, but basically planes would come, spray Agent Orange in the jungle, and the leaves, would, or the, uh, the plants would get tricked into just dropping their leaves, um, which is like a huge testament to how insane... American military is. It's like, oh, there are too many leaves on the way. We're just going to make all the leaves go away so we can find you. We will find you. 
Yeah, so they're crazy, and um, yeah, of course it's not good. Um, it's not good for people either. It's not good for trees. It's not good for people. It was it was made. I think it's a derivative of a fertilizer made in the U.S. in the '60s to like help us help agriculture, but ended up being a weapon of war, and that always seems to happen. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's what that is. And basically. Um yeah, it's not good for people. So people started um, giving birth to children that had massive de- deformities, mm-hmm. like really absurd stuff. What'd you see? Um, I can't really remember specifics, but like kids joined together, Jesus. um, and just strangely formed, and their hands and legs and arms just all all over the place backwards just yeah it was just crazy I can't even explain it you can't imagine that shit yeah yeah and you know uh, the the issue now in Iraq with with depleted uranium so you know I don't so (laughs) it's like pretty much okay so pretty much kind of the same thing so during the first Gulf War, and I don't know if they did it in 2003 when the, when the Americans went in, so it's always the Americans, but <laughs> they, with like nuclear waste, they, you can, you have um, depleted uranium that they use to coat uh, bullets um, so that at night when you fire them, you can see the bullets, the, the bullet tracer, so you know where you're hit, where you're shooting. Yeah, okay. um, I don't know, that's the way they decided to do it was to use a nu- nuclear waste to, 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 to achieve this effect but <laughs> but so um, obviously that's not good for people because it's yeah. nuclear waste and so you have uh, uh, big parts of Iraq that have deformities like 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 in Vietnam because of this and it's crazy it's crazy don't hope it's I hope there's not a next one but mm. So it was Vietnam and then Iraq. And there's just all these dimensions of this, of, of conflict. This is like something that, like Agent Orange, depleted uranium, these are like dimensions of the conflicts that were going on around the world that are part of the big picture. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> It always seems to get back get down to <laughs> deformities, I guess. Um, are, are there any countries that you want to go to on this uh, project that you have concerns about? Other, I mean, of course, we all know that North Korea is bad news, but yeah, um, I'm not too worried about North Korea. Um, maybe Saudi Arabia. Ah, uh, yeah. And, um, well, I mean, if I wanted to go now to Saudi Arabia, I'd have to get married and bring my husband Mm -hmm. or bring a male relative, like a direct male relative, brother or, um, father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not so sure my dad or (laughs) brother wants to escort me to Saudi Arabia anytime soon. So that one's going to be interesting. It's a different world there for women. Of course. Yeah. And other countries in the in that region as well. Yeah. 
Have you been you and you been to Israel? Israel and Jordan. In Jordan, how was it in Jordan for this this sort of mm. thing? Well, that's really interesting. I went actually got invited to a Bedouin wedding. Okay. So this is um, an Islamic wedding. Mm-hmm. It was very eye opening. So I was getting to chat to girls my age, and and they were like. Um, really opening up and telling me their thoughts on Islam and stuff like that and they told me they love Islam Mm -hmm. and they think that it's a great um, religion for women somehow (laughs) um, (laughs) that's a stretch yeah and they think they said that Jordan is um, a country for women we can drive here they were pretty like proud we can drive here and um, she, this one girl wanted to become a police woman mm-hmm. before she got married. <laughs> but is that possible in Jordan? Do you, yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, so she wants to become a police w- woman. And then I said, oh, and what about once you get married? And she said, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I couldn't like keep, keep a job oh, and man. be married. That doesn't work. And... Uh, but they also told me that they have no um, contact with any other men throughout their whole life apart from their father and... Eventual person they're marrying. Yeah. Yeah. And their um, brothers when they're growing up. Which is just like, wow. I mean, most of my friends, half of my friends at least, yeah. are boys. I can't imagine not having them in my life. It's just bizarre. Yeah. It's just... You, t- you take half of your friends and say, I never met them. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm... Yeah, I'm a bit of a... Like, I like to hang out with the boys rather than um, girls' nights in. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think Islam is for me. But it was Same. just crazy. <laughs> Very interesting. And I mean, yeah, for the boys, imagine. Like, Were you allowed to talk to the, to the guys uh, at this wedding? Well, they actually separate the women from the men. Entirely. Entirely. So you couldn't? No. Wow, okay. And um, it's just, uh, yeah, I'll tell you all about the wedding. It's quite interesting. Cool. So, yeah, they separate the men and the women. And you're sort of in this open tent. And the women greet each other with a kiss on the cheek and the handshake and it's always the same cheek so depending on how um, well you know the person that's how many kisses you do sort of thing I guess so if you so with you if you just (laughs) well it it would depend like everyone was different for me some would just (laughs) shake my hand some would shake my hand just give me one kiss one woman like gave me three she was like an older lady. She just gave me three. Were you just like, like, you don't okay. know me? <laughs> no, no, I was like just going with it. It was, yeah. And then, um, I mean, I had to dress as a Muslim as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had this heavy, it was 42 degrees and I'm wearing this heavy black. So that shit is hot. It's like, hot. Yeah. It's not, it's not like airy. Yeah. And um, I had my friend Danny um, with me and he went to the boys, um, wedding obviously and he had to wear a I don't know what you call it robe as well but his was like cool cooling cotton material mine was like stretch black oh man 
oh, it was horrible. And then, um, yeah, so you go in there into the tent area, sit down, and um, they gave me this um, cardamom coffee in a tiny little cup and a little sweet, which tasted like chocolate and lipstick. Ew. <laughs> it was, like, really weird. And um, and I sort of look around, and half the girls have stripped off. They're not wearing their Muslim outfit mm. anymore. I'm not even sure what it's called. I know <laughs> not a burqa. It's not a burqa. It's just around the head. And then the, the head the is the hijab, and then the robe. I don't know. I don't know. Muslim outfit. <laughs> I'm terrible with that. <laughs> and anyway. Um, Sorry, they everybody had, out there. Yeah, they We're had dumb. little... <laughs> <laughs> These girls had little western dresses on underneath, which I thought was like, oh, that was, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting everyone to be dressed how I was. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, they had little western dresses underneath and they were playing this like sort of modern Arabic music and just dancing, like sexy dancing and stuff with each other. It was pretty cool to see. But just all the girls together. Yeah, just all the girls together. And <laughs> I was telling the girls I was chatting to, like, uh... Back home, we, we dance like this, but with um, boys all together. And they were like, what? <laughs> really? Not in Jordan. Never. No. <laughs> yeah. You know they want to, though. Oh, you can't not. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Plain old fun. They they're, they're missing want out to. on a lot of good fun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know. What else happened at this wedding? Oh, they shot, they shot guns. Like, Lots of guns. Yeah, like Kalashnikovs. I don't know where they buy guns. Well, I don't know where Jordan buys their guns, but... Yeah, we were in the Wadi Rum Desert gun? in a little village. Well, I actually did, yeah. Yeah. But, um... So, yeah, me and my friend Danny would meet every hour and just discuss it. And, um... This one time, we were sitting down. We were both so tired, and everyone's still partying hard since, like, four in the afternoon until, like, the wee hours of the morning. And um, we're sitting there, um, tired as, and this really young guy comes out, and he's got this huge gun. It was a AK-47, mm-hmm. and um, he's just showing us. And Danny, being a boy, is like really interested. Guns, yes. And I'm there in the corner, like, ah, don't point it at me. <laughs> and um, and uh, then the guy asked if I wanted to shoot it, mm-hmm. so I did. So um, I do actually have a video of me. In a Muslim outfit, shooting a gun. Yeah, I do. All right, let's pull it up. Do you want to see it? Yeah, let's take a look. (laughs) Yeah. It looks so bad taste. Why? It's completely innocent. And how? What did it feel like shooting a gun? Was it your first time shooting a gun? It was my first time shooting a gun, and it was terrifying. Um. Maybe that's Danny bags. Uh (laughs) And this is me. Got some sound. This is me uh, about to shoot it in my Muslim outfit. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> oh my gosh, it was so funny. What did that feel like? Oh, it like blew my ear off. Yeah. Yeah, I was deaf in one ear for like five minutes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and, and like you, you see it like. It, um, yeah, you actually vid- see it. Yeah. And you see in videos, like, people just, like, just, like, spraying. Yeah. That shit has to be so loud. Yeah, it was so loud. So loud. I don't even know. 
Yeah, imagine being in a battlefield. With many with, of those yeah, going off. And, and you, just like... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how your ears would cope. Yeah. Very, very bad for ear health. I ear think. health and psychological health. <laughs> if, if like, it's not just the noise, it's like, that could kill me. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, fuck Very that. scary stuff. Yeah. But, we shouldn't, um... We shouldn't, I'm not getting my ass in that kind of situation. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, me either. So, that's the, uh... Oh, and also I wasn't allowed to film anything at this wedding. That sucks. Yeah. I no mean, material. I, so I have nothing of the... Of the wedding. Because the women, you're not allowed to film them. Because no other men are allowed to see them. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but the men are allowed to be filmed, so I gave my camera to Danny Bags. Yeah, but you're not allowed. Are you not allowed to hold the camera? Or? No, um, it's more that I can't take footage of these women. Yeah, but uh, like you were allowed to take footage of them, of the of the men. If I'd been at the male wedding. Ah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty. It's like a whole bad. logic game. If then, like. This is negative. We can't do that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like we're in class again, learning about. <laughs> and um, then for dinner, uh, everyone did their own little prayers, and um, then they bring out these huge platters of this really yellow, sticky rice stuff, and um, with meat on it. I think it was goat meat and sit them down on the ground and everyone's like sitting around they sat me not next to these kids i was like oh don't sit me next to these kids they're like mashing their hands all through <laughs> their eyes oh god don't sit me next to them no they sat me next to these little old ladies and on our uh platter of rice was the goat's head the whole head oh my it's the gosh good stuff though isn't it <gasps> No. Oh, and it was it wasn't like bright. It was dark, so I couldn't really see what I yeah. was eating. And you don't get a plate to yourself. You're, just... you're sitting there on the ground. You take with your hands from yeah. the pla- you take the food right. from the platter, the communal platter, and then you just put it straight in your mouth. Yeah. Oh my god. And these little old ladies were so much worse than the kids. <laughs> they were they were all through it. Their hands were just going everywhere, mashing through <laughs> the rice and mashing through the meat to find the good bits. I was like, oh my god, please don't um, don't have any brain in there. I do not want to. And you You'd see be them. surprised. Did you try it? Did you I try did, of course. Of, yeah, and it was delicious. Of yeah, it's, it's good. It was so tasty. But I had to sort of... He, they needed to give you a minute. They needed to give you a minute to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And and just seeing this like these women right next to me, just searching through the <laughs> searching the through the meal. Yeah. Imagine imagine if you're having a meal, and there's someone next to you like mashing your meal <laughs> up with their hands. That's a bit what it was like. <laughs> Were they? In, did you have your own personal space in the platter, not or really, they just like would reach really. into yeah, your yeah, space too? Yeah, yeah. They definitely reach into my personal. That's that's interesting. Uh, bit of the platter. There's a, there's an episode on Anthony Bourdain's show. He he goes to Palestine, and uh, that's how they ate. But it didn't look as bad. Yeah. But it's probably because they had some 
it wasn't they they weren't gonna have it like that because usually like his on his show when he goes to these like he went to Burma for one of his first episodes and he he did one in Tangier in Morocco and I can say having been in Tangier that the episode he did in Tangier is not doesn't reflect a hundred percent what okay. it's like to be in Tangier it's, it's very very orderly yeah. peaceful but it's that city is not orderly and peaceful <laughs> like, he doesn't get heckled at all which is like you need to get Half heckled to get the yeah. to get the to get the Moroccan experience you definitely do <laughs> yeah. but like, he's he's white like I'm Asian and like everyone comes to me he's like, Japan Japan <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I, I just wrote about this in in my uh, blog about oh when I was in the desert yeah um uh, the 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 our camel our guide our, our Berber guide like kept in like he couldn't get into his head that I was from the United States really so, uh, so he was just he was like Japan this, this. and like uh, and then, <laughs> so like what, we were like sleeping in the tents uh, in the desert and when I wake up to he just opens and peeks and he's like Japan very sleepy oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> like, yeah okay I'm up put on my bag jump on the camel <laughs> Japan Japan <laughs> it, was, it was really funny it was actually really funny Moroccans are crazy. But yeah. yeah, anyway. More of the wedding. More um, of Jordan. That's about it. There was fireworks. And I just remember being like... Actually feeling like I was going to melt. Because <laughs> of the heat? Um, yeah, because of the heat. And also, they didn't have that much water at the wedding. And they had these tiny little cups. So... <laughs> I, f- I managed to find like this jug of water and I remember just sitting there with my tiny little cup like pouring it in <laughs> pouring it in <laughs> do you think like I would have looked like such an idiot no one else seemed to be drinking anything do you think that's like an evolutionary they... thing because yeah, they've been maybe. living in the desert for thousands of years so they just don't need as much water I, possibly no possible, one seemed right? to be drinking anything yeah. and they definitely weren't drinking alcohol I'm not sure how they yeah. party that long did they drink a lot of tea? yeah and cardamom coffee oh Neither of those are good for hydration. Yeah, and the tea <laughs> is like so sweet, just yeah, like the Morocco, Moroccan it's so sweet. tea. They, I watched them make it, and they've got this tiny little teapot, and they put a whole cup of sugar yeah. in this tiny teapot. It's just like it tastes like syrup. Yeah, crazy fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And back to the whole back to your project is. What happens when one of these countries suddenly doesn't exist? What what happens to that? Uh, well, or or if another well yeah if another a new com- country pops up if another country comes into existence it's like well now I have to go to that country yeah yeah right? but definitely. if if one stops existing what happens? Bummer if, if I've already been there. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So like Kosovo that came into existence not so long ago. Mm. But. Uh, it really depends what list you go off, and I'm going off uh, the United Nations mm-hmm. list. Ooh, that's dangerous though, because at least personally, I know that Taiwan is not part of that. Yeah. Because in the Security Council, it's China's part of it, and China's like, no, Taiwan is actually they're part <laughs> of us. They're part of us. They're not a country. So, by United Nations standards, Taiwan is not a country, but mm. it has its yeah. So you should at least count that as a country on your list. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, I mean, like, you can go on the UN 
list, which is 193 countries. Mm -hmm. But I think there's 196. Yeah, 90, yeah 96. But that's sort of. Yeah, that was semi country in 2008 when I took international relations as a high school yeah. kid. It was 196. I think since then a couple have been added. Yeah. So um, if I've been to 193, I might as well just go to three more and yeah. then say I've really been to every country. Mm -hmm. I reckon. Are there some that you don't actually want to go to, but you should go no. to for your project? You want to go Not to Liberia? You know about Liberia? <laughs> Shit is crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I want to go to them all. I met um, with Gunnar Garfors. He's um, the Norwegian guy who's been to every country in the world. Uh -huh. Had lunch with him. And I asked him if there was any countries that he didn't like. And he said, no, he'd go back to every single country. Which right. is pretty amazing. Good for him. <laughs> He'd like to go back to Liberia. That's his. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go from what I see, but, uh, but yeah. I mean, I guess you have to think in every country there are people, normal people, somewhere, living normal lives to some extent. What do you mean by normal? <laughs> um, like safe, not in, the, not in a battle zone or... Okay. You know, they're they're not... They live a day-to-day -day existence. Getting murdered every day, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, they they uh, catch a bus. But the, idea, <laughs> but the idea of normal for, like, for some people is so different from what we might think is normal. Yeah. So di but to the point that we would have a very hard time interacting with them. Let's say, like, pygmies in the Congo. <laughs> I mean, you can live with them, but for, for, for one, you need a very, very powerful immune system to eat what they eat. They just, <laughs> like, they just hunt crazy animals that I don't even, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I just know that you should probably have some really powerful gut flora going on in your stomach <laughs> to process the kind of foods that they eat. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty weak stomached. I think I've vomited in every country <laughs> I've been in. <laughs> so this all is all a, 25 this is quite of the a, countries I've been in. I quite a challenging, challenging uh, <laughs> mission then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should just uh, make that a thing. Like, yeah. I'll change the whole uh, theme of my show and just say vomiting in every country. <laughs> Instead of cartwheeling. No cartwheeling. No, I'll just, no hosteling. I'll get. I'll just, just try to eat normally and see if I can make myself sick. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did you I cartwheel? Have some great in, vomit stories. Where did you cart? We'll get back to that. Where did you cartwheel when you were in Portugal? What did I cartwheel? Yeah. Where? Um, in Algarve. That was the place. Yeah. Not in Lisbon. I haven't, but I could. I mean, you could yeah. do one right now if you like. I mean, they went, people at home wouldn't see it, so we yeah. could do it later, it's fine. Later. We could, uh, we could get a crew later. together, do a, do a uh, flash mob cartwheel. Maybe. Key cartwheel? Let's see. I, yeah, I think I can. I think I can. Allegedly. Allegedly, I can. <laughs> I think uh, I can. I think what are we talking about? Vomiting. What's, what are the stories? Uh, there's so many. <laughs> In every 25? 
I think so, just about. Yeah. You just don't have video <laughs> to some footage. Degree. Of it, I mean, so there's, there's like, yeah. I don't usually video myself vomiting. No, I don't either. Usually not. <laughs> yeah, but continue. Um, well, what's a good one? In Vietnam, this isn't much of a story, but I was vomiting for a 21-hour bus ride. Jesus. Just vomiting my guts up. What, what was the and one? I was with my friend Grace, um, and we shared a sick bag. You don't get <laughs> you don't so get more good. more of a sort of bonding experience than sharing a sick bag, do you? That's so gross. We're very tight. What, what happened? We were both sick. We were both vomiting on from this bus. What? From the bus. I have no idea what it was. It wasn't the bus that caused it. It was food poisoning of some some kind. I remember vomiting whole carrots. <laughs> Not really like the whole carrot, but like like I remember the thinking Tara, chew your fucking food. <laughs> you idiot. Make it easier next you, time. Yeah, make it easier next time. <laughs> you know that carrots are like hard to digest. <laughs> you should probably chew them a bit more. <laughs> that was gross, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it gets But the food better. in Vietnam is, is it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Just uh, you got food poisoning. Yeah. Unlucky, happen. unlucky thing. I got food poisoning in China because I ate sushi. It was a bad move eating sushi in China. Yeah, you know how the Chinese feel about the Japanese. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it was a really bad move. Uh, so I get food poisoning just as we realize we're um, two hours late for check-in. Or two hours, something like that. something yeah, ridiculous for a flight. Yeah, we were, our flight was about to leave in like twenty minutes. Jeez, I'm traveling with my mum in China, and so we're like, wow, okay, we got to get a taxi to the airport. So we jump in. I haven't vomited yet. I'm just feeling sick. Mm, you know though. I know. As soon as I get in the taxi, I'm like, oh god. So the whole ride, I'm sitting there like, don't vomit, don't vomit, don't vomit, but. You know what? <laughs> I think I know what. Yeah. Well, I was I was also contemplating what am I going to vomit into if it if it comes to this? Am I going to chuck my head out the window and risk getting it um I don't know, torn off by a passing vehicle? Yeah. Or um my other option was the hood of my Gore-Tex jacket turned inside out. Oh, no. And I went with the ladder option i still have this jacket it's a trusty it's jacket it's i'm not sure if i um i'm not sure about the waterproofness of the hood <laughs> anymore but <laughs> i'm not sure it trusts you anymore <laughs> yeah so that's nope. another travel vomit story for you yeah you're welcome yeah. thank you thank you for those how was china where were you in china where um i went to beijing xi'an and shanghai it's a good list. I've never been to the mainland. Yeah. I I thought it was fantastic. Good. A real cultural experience. I want to go. I want to go before China destroys its entire everything. <laughs> Environmental issues. Mm. <sighs> Assholes. <laughs> Just like, chill out. Don't destroy your environment. Chill, dudes. 
Yeah. Everyone needs to just hang out. <laughs> take some mushrooms. <laughs> Don't destroy their environment. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you can't see a single star. You you it look sucks. up, it's just haze. Were you... Uh, when you're in... No, in Beijing, they have the problem. The, the, the smog. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Huge. always, or they're just Throughout days? Throughout all of China, is just smog. Okay. And, um... <laughs> and they had the Olympics there. Yeah. It's really bad. Let's get all the top athletes in the world to come breathe this nasty yeah. air. That's good. <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, the other day, the other day, and by the other day, I mean months and months ago. <laughs> yeah. Back home in Australia. Um, I met this Chinese girl. And we were just chatting as the sun went down. A few stars came out. And she's like, oh. I was like, what? She's like, oh, I just love stars. And um, then she told me that the first time she ever saw a star was when, like a single star, was when she was 18 and she came to Australia. What the f- I know, I was mind blown. And then from now on, every time I see the stars, I'm just like, I'm so lucky. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to appreciate. Yeah. You have to appreciate because um, the things in the sky and the cosmos are so amazing. But then you need stories like this to show you that or to remind you that, the, hey, you're yeah. lucky that you've been seeing this your, your entire life. life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, there's. there's this, this Pakistani kid was giving a speech, and honestly, like a talk about uh, U.S. drones, and he said that kid children in Pakistan prefer cloudy days over sunny days, because on, at least on cloudy days, the predator drones can't see the surface of the ground to like to do their strikes. Oh my god! And it's god. like the sun is such a. It's like it's in us to like the sun, to like yeah. sunny days. And uh, when you flip that, and and like psychologically flip that in small yeah. children, it's that's evil. Like that actually is, is evil. That's twisted. Yeah. So <laughs> we gotta. I don't know. Maybe someone should hear this at the top levels and be like, "Hey, you're psychologically fucking not just one one child. That's already terrible, but like the children yeah. of an entire region of of Pakistan." It's, it's crazy. And then same thing for the Chinese government. Like, Don't do this to your people. These are You're serving these people. You're, yeah, it's crazy. So when you, you... So you experience this whole thing, like you can't see like the next building over, or was it, was it less bad? Um, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, you look up, you, you just see a haze. Oh, God. It's like Los so Angeles. So much haze. And Not did you, clear sky. Um, and this was in all of the cities? Every yeah. Single? Damn. Damn. That's terrible. Did you go into the countryside at all? No. No? That's what I want to say. I want to go to uh, Sichuan. It's in, like, in the south-ish. And they have these gigantic Buddhas that, uh, like, against the cliff, they have, like, a cliff face, and there's, like, a, there's, like water. I want to go see that. It's on the list? It's on the list. What else is on your list? Uh, Croatia. But you're going there. So you can't? Oh no. <laughs> it's not special for you because you are. You will be going there. Yeah. Uh, 
Everyone wants to go to Croatia. But you should actually come. Yeah, I do want to. Come I'm this looking, summer, I'm then looking, you can Yeah, I'm actually come looking hang at, out. like, in August, maybe, but I'll look at the routes. You can help me find routes to yeah. get there. You could, if you it's could just, where, uh, Do you know where you're going in Germany to, to go there, or just a layover? It's just a layover somewhere. <laughs> I don't like how I different really, you are to Germany. It's like I somewhere in Germany. I booked it a little while ago, and I should probably check, seeing as I fly in two days. Two days. Yeah. I'll, I'll check the day before. Yeah, so I'll let you know. I'll get back to you on that one. So for me, there's Croatia, the, the, the whole Balkans, because now I've met so many people from from the Balkans, and uh, it's such an interesting history. Definitely, like one of the most interesting because it's so recent. Mm. That it's the most recent, the most recent wars in Europe are there, happened there, and yep. it's such a, it was so brutal, like almost like medieval. Um, so, but that's not the only reason. It's just like the great. The, that's part of like why the people that I've met they appreciate such uh, simple things that I also have come to appreciate. Yeah. Because of how hard it it was before. Or has been before in the future, or not the future, the past <laughs> time. Um, yeah, so the Balkans in general, and also uh, it really is impossible to do. But uh, have you ever heard of the Hippie Trail? I have heard of the Hippie Trail. Yeah, I want to do that, but it's. What is the trail? The trail usually. Um, so back in the seventies, hippies. Would So in the 1970s, uh, before the region was destabilized by the United States, again, um, the hippies would go, they would start in, in Turkey, and they would rent a car, usually, or they had buses, bus tours mm -hmm. as well, but uh, you could rent a car, like a Volkswagen van or whatever, and uh, you pass through. Syria, uh, Iraq, sometimes stopping in Lebanon to get some hash, <clears throat> uh, and then pass through, so Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and then <clears throat> if it was the summer, you go into northern India, so you make it to like Nepal, uh, through India, and then if it was the winter time, you go south, down to Mumbai, to the, to the coast. Beaches, so all these countries where it would be wow. amazing places to go to, but I'll come with you, you. You can't go to <laughs> Syria because that's been for four years now, five five years now, and a civil war. Yep. And then Iraq, since Saddam Hussein has been, since the they got rid of Saddam Hussein, has been impossible to hang out in. <laughs> to hang out in. <laughs> and then Iran after nineteen seventy. 1979, the revolution was not friendly to Americans, so not easy for me to go to Afghanistan. Also, conflict there. Pakistan. You can go to Pakistan. You can go someplace in Pakistan, but not the, not like North Waziristan, which is where they have like Taliban schools. It's weird. India, you can still go to. That's fine. Debatable yeah. though. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> there are stories, but yeah. I can't wait to go to India. Where do you want to go in India? Where? Yeah. 
everywhere. I want to spend like three months there. Yeah. I, I'm most interested in uh, the Punjab region, which is northwest uh, India, um, and uh, on the border with Pakistan, and because of the food. It's just yeah. it's incredible. When you think Indian food, most people, what they, they're like, understanding of Indian food is food that's from Punjab region. Because the food in India is pretty diverse, but when yeah. you think Indian food, it's uh, mostly Punjab, Punjabi food. So if you go to like a Indian supermarket or whatever, they have labels like Punjabi this, Punjabi that. It's because most of the food that <laughs> you're making me crave curry so bad. <laughs> should we go get a curry soon? <laughs> they have. They, let's go to that. Uh, or should we the, make one? Let's go. We could, could, we could do that. We could go to I the. I uh, make a good curry. Curry what? Anything. Curry anything. Right. I can make Thai curry too. Alright. But Let's I'm do it. craving Indian. We could, we could whip up a butter chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Alright, we're hitting an hour now, so is there anything you want to promote? Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Let's, promote, let's promote your, let's promote uh, your this show. Shit. Um, yeah. Basically, you guys feel free to follow me. My Instagram is Cartwheel the Globe. My YouTube is Cara Lisa Scott and um, like me on Facebook it's Cartwheel the Globe as well Cartwheel the Globe yeah alright guys join us in Cartwheeling the Globe thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time on Fun Boat Diplomacy bye peace <laughs>